Uh, so good to see you today. Great to be with you. And uh, for those that are listening that aren't in the room here in the studio with us, I just want to say hello to you guys uh, online, downstairs, if you're sitting downstairs and here in the studio. We're going to have a great time just around the Word for a few moments today. I just want to encourage you when we do uh, have the time around the Word and the preaching in church life here or wherever you are, just to focus in on it and uh, intentionally rule out distractions. So things like phones, your, ri- your wife jibbing you in the, in the ribs with your elbow, sorry Paul, and uh, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Because there's just a few moments we get these days to get around the Word, to hear the preaching of the Word. And I reckon it's not so much about my message today, but just any time we do, let's take the opportunity to get and receive into our spirit and into our thoughts those things that God's got for us. Amen? Amen. So uh, it's going to be good. So this, this month and the last couple of months we've been preaching on this theme and the whole church has been going down this theme of a future and a hope. And today this is the, the fourth installment I've got in this series, but we've had other messages as well. And uh, do you believe it that God has a future and a hope for you. Do you believe it? For his church on the earth. Because believing it makes a whole lot of difference. If you think, oh, it's just a nice idea, then uh, hmm, maybe not much is going to happen. But if we put our faith to work and believe it, all things are going to happen. You know, I made this statement a couple of months ago. It says, to live with the assurance of who you are and whose you are and where you are going is the most wonderful life in the world. A life that continues right on into eternity. I'm glad I got a microphone. <laughs> you know, this is actually the life of a believer who places someone who places their hope in Christ and then steps it out each day by faith. That's what Janine was talking about around communion. Stuff happens in life, but we don't give up our faith. We don't walk away from God because things go wrong. We step out our faith in the midst of those circumstances. Anyone say amen to that? Uh, We may not know what the future holds, but as believers, we do know the one who holds the future. And that's so good, so important to us. Jeremiah 29, 11 has been our key verse. And uh, it says here in the CEV version, I will bless you with a future filled with hope. Everyone say, filled with hope. I will bless you with a future filled with hope, a future of success and not of suffering. I'm going to need to grab hold of that today by faith, no matter what your circumstance may be. Psalm 33 verse 20 says this, the Lord alone is our radiant hope, our radiant hope, and we trust in him with all our hearts. And his wraparound presence will strengthen us. How beautiful is that verse? So today we put our hope in the Lord because he is actually up in the future looking back towards us and he knows exactly what's coming. So why wouldn't we put our hope in him when he's already there? He knows the future. And so we can trust him all about that. Matthew 12, 21, Jesus himself quotes from Isaiah 42. And he says, and his name will be the hope of all the world. The hope of all the world. And the Passion Translation puts it this way. And the fame of his name will birth hope among the people. So he is our hope. He is going to bring incredible hope to the world. Hope is needed in this world right now. In India and in every nation across the world, we need hope. And perhaps more than ever in my lifetime is the world needing hope right now. Hope needs to be more than a nice idea. Does anyone agree with that? Hope needs to be more 
than a nice idea, more than a poetic word in a song or a yearning aspiration of a better life or like a noble stately word in the King James Bible. Hope needs to be more than that. Chronic hopelessness, chronic hopelessness is draining the life out of people. Have you felt it affecting your life? Chronic hopelessness, that's hopelessness that doesn't last for a few minutes or a few hours or a few days but just keeps going. Living in a state of hopelessness, it's draining the life out of people and we need hope to be real, transformationally real in the hearts of men and women right across the earth. This is the hope I'm talking about today. You know, to connect our hopes to reality, we need a key ingredient. And I said this last time I was speaking. We need a key ingredient, and that ingredient is faith. Everyone say faith. This is good teaching. (laughs) Hope and faith together. Something happens. Hebrews 11 verse 1. That wasn't big nutting myself. be in trouble then because pride will get the better of me then I'll be in trouble but uh, that's that what I'm saying is that God's word is just so powerful that when we have the privilege of actually speaking it to others it's just exciting to hear it because there's so much authority and power so when we connect faith to hope something begin, begins to happen and let me read it to you Hebrews 11 1 I've read this before Hebrews 11 1 in the Passion Translation says now faith brings our hopes into reality faith brings our hopes into reality. And I said before, we need faith, we need hope to be real. And for hope to be real, we need faith to bring that hope into reality and it becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Faith. You with me? In life, stuff happens. You don't need to live for too long to figure that one out. Stuff happens. Everyday challenges come and go. And as I said last time, the Christian life is not a bed of roses. My daughter Claire didn't know what that was. So I'm getting older. A bed of roses. It's a pretty nice place, isn't it? A bed of roses, unless you fall in it, I guess. But, uh, but it's, it's just life is not just all easy going. There can be significant moments of crisis. And some of you, I'm sitting here seeing... You hear today, some of you have been through some huge moments of crisis in your lives already. Circumstances will arise that are often beyond our control and they cause loss and pain and suffering. Life happens. Stuff happens in life. And the Apostle Paul knew this and he wrote to bring hope to the churches. And they face not just normal battles of life like you and I facing, but they also face the threat of imprisonment and even death for expressing their faith in Christ, doing what I'm doing today, doing what you might do this week when you share your faith with someone. So we face trials. Despite the natural evidence that is against us, we can face things, this is the key, we can face things with hope in our heart, as Janine was saying. And we as people of faith don't need to go to despair. We don't need to go to despair. And if you look up despair, despair actually describes the complete absence of hope. So instead of travelling down the pathway to hopelessness and despair, as people of faith, we, by His grace, can change destinations. If we know the Word, we can discern truth from the lie, and we can quickly expose and disarm the lying emotions 
that want to drag us under. And in a moment, by faith, we can call it out, we can challenge that spirit of despair and change the direction of our soul. Has anyone done that? You're hearing what I'm saying this morning. So this is powerful to live your life like that. All the circumstances want to take you down that road of despair and hopelessness. But by faith, something happens that's supernatural and it changes the direction that the enemy wants you to go. And we end up walking with him in the midst of that trial. You can begin to speak words of faith and truth to those pangs of anxiety that try to sidetrack you and redirect your inner world to a wrong destination. Allow faith to rise within you. Tell the person next to you, allow faith to rise within you. William, allow faith to rise within you. Because it, it, it brings your hopes into reality. Allow God's word of truth and life to penetrate your soul, to play, to play through on the inside of you like a playlist on a loop in your mind. Does anyone use all, that's how you do music these days. You set a playlist in advance. It's called faith and it's on a loop and it keeps playing and it's a loop of faith and hope and truth and faith and hope and truth and it's playing right there on the inside of you and when, it, when you face something, that's still playing and that's what's going on inside us and so when we face stuff, we can tell the difference between the truth and the lie. I said it's a sound of victory in your emotional world. Does anyone believe what I'm saying this morning? You've got to believe it before it's your reality. And that's what it's all about. Proverbs 4 verse 20. My son or daughter, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to their flesh. Beautiful, isn't it? His words are life and health. They're medicine to your soul and to your body. So Proverbs 4 simply says this. It says to us today, give these, give these words your attention. Give God's word your attention. Four things. Listen to them. Look at them. Read them and keep them in your heart. Listen. Look. Read and keep on that playlist. Amen? Now, we live in a post-truth era, and God's word remains the only trusted source of truth in a changing world of rationalism and relativism and wokeism and a rising tide of lies and deception all around us. And the only thing that I know that's true today is God's word, the truth of God's word keeps me going forward in the right way, on the right line, in the right direction. John 8 verse 32, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Passion Translation puts it this way, for if you embrace the truth, it will release true freedom into your lives. God's word is truth. Jesus' words are truth to live by. Now, you could get up there and say that, but I'm sharing it with you today because we need to be reminded. 
I can't emphasize it enough. Read the book. I think I've got that up on the screen. Let's say, read the book. Read the book. Read the book. It's all there. Genesis to Revelation. 39 books in the Old Testament and 27 in the New Testament. Do your math. What does that make? If you only read 66 books in the whole of your life, you read those ones. And I tell you what, you'll stop and you'll ponder and you'll read it again and you'll find some bits that don't make sense and then you'll figure out some other things and then you'll learn to have faith in God and it'll just change your world. To walk in, in freedom through every season of life, we need to know the truth and embrace the truth that it may release his blessing and favour and freedom in our lives. I've got a lot more to say. I've just got a couple more things and we'll finish a little earlier. But at PB, we have two priorities and they're not static. They're active and ongoing. And you've heard me say this many times if you've been in the church for a while. One of them is growing in our love for God and the other one is growing in our love for people. Now, what I'm going to say now is just, can I encourage you to combine the two, intentionally combine the two together. Build authentic relationships. And when you get together over coffee or for a meal or a walk in the park or on the phone with someone or chatting on Messenger, bring his truth into the conversation. Lift one another up with God's word. There's no conversation more powerful than one where God's truth is released in the midst of that conversation. Do you agree with me? And it doesn't have to be religiously boring and heavy. You know, I might sound a bit heavy while I'm preaching this morning, but it's not about being religious. It's about the love of God and the truth of God just pouring out in the way we do relationships. Let his truth color your relationship so that we might encourage one another away from anxiety or hopelessness and despair and instead redirect each other's thinking to see the good future that he has promised. And we can together see eternity as our destination help each other refocus well there's all this stuff yeah but look what's up ahead and if you're not sure what i'm talking about go back a few messages or it's all online and talk a lot about eternity and god's plan for the future for us beautiful god's words are timeless say that with me god's words are timeless they're trustworthy, they're well-proven, they're unchanging, and they're always relevant. Yes, the Bible's an old book, but it's always relevant. Let's speak His truth by faith. Let's activate hope in the hearts of others in our world through the way we speak and the things that we speak. Remember Hebrews 11.1? 1? It's faith that brings our hopes into reality. Yeah, I've got a lot more I could say here today. But maybe that's enough. Faith. I really want you to think about those things as you move forward this week. Faith and hope connected together. Faith bearing on the hopes that you have will bring them into reality and God's word's going to steer you in the right direction. This is how you need to live your lives. This is how we need to live life. I'll just leave you with one last verse. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep. This is Proverbs chapter 4. 
fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. And then, as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. Have you opened the Bible in the last seven days? Either opened on the phone with a swipe or opened on pages of a paper book. Have you? You can come up here and confess yes or no if you like, but you don't need to do that today. But I say it to you because I've gone for a week without opening the Bible. I could do that. Not this last week. I had to prepare a sermon. But I've learned to open the Bible even when I don't have to prepare a sermon because there's always truth and life there for me. And I believe the same truth and life that I find in the Word is there for you as well.